This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Thursday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. The Taunashtra says a COVID-19 vaccine could be offered to everyone who wants one by the end of June. Leo Varadkar told his party last night it's based on up to 15% of people in other countries not taking up the offer. However, he said it was too soon to promise at this stage because of supply. Chair of the Irish Medical Organisation GP Committee, Dr Dennis McCauley, says the numbers who refuse a vaccine could increase over the coming months. The level of refusal in the cohorts that are being offered is very low, which is which is excellent. I think as you go to a younger population whose health belief sort of views are slightly different, there may be more refusals. Calls have been made to give wedding couples clarity on the easing of restrictions for the remainder of the summer. A Cork TD who says as the vaccine rollout ramps up, the number of guests permitted to attend a wedding should change. Fianna Fáil's Christopher O'Sullivan says if every person who wants a COVID-19 vaccine is offered one by the end of June, numbers to wedding receptions should increase. Speaking to Red FM News, Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan says changes are needed. Look, at the moment we're at a situation where we can you can have 50 at the ceremony um, but only six at the uh, actual reception. Uh, that needs to change. By the end of June, it's looking very likely that we'll have at least 80% of the population vaccinated. Um, and that, to me, um, means that there we should uh, review the numbers of people who can uh, attend uh, wedding receptions. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sports and it's a busy weekend for the Cork hurlers and footballers. The footballers are in action on Saturday afternoon as they begin their Alliance National Football League campaign against Kildare. The hurlers, meanwhile, will be looking to build on last week's win over Waterford and make it two wins from two as they face Tipperary on Saturday evening. Hurling selector Dimmer O'Sullivan told Red FM Sport that they were happy with their performance against the Dacia last week, but they won't be getting carried away. Again, look, we can get carried away um, on last year. Look, last year's gone. We can't get it back. We can get carried away. And today, it's one victory. We set ourselves out that we would try and definitely win our home games. Obviously, Waterford was first up. Um, put our best foot forward. Give guys an opportunity um, to consolidate themselves, keep themselves in the team, and, and see where it got us. In football, the Premier League has rolled over its broadcast rights deals in the UK market for a further three seasons until the 24-25 season with all of its existing partners, Sky Sports, BT, Amazon and the BBC, and for the same fees. The deal was worth over £4 billion in the last round of rights negotiations and it'll be the same again, but there was no requirement for a tender process this time around. In the Premier League tonight, Manchester United and Liverpool played their refixed game after the Old Trafford fixture was postponed due to fan protests. Kickoff at Old Trafford is at 8.15. Before that, Everton will be looking to maintain their push for European football. The Toffees are away to Aston Villa at 6. And Porto is set to be named later as the host city for the Champions League final between Manchester City and Chelsea on Saturday, May 29th. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. I was asking the question yesterday, and it got quite heated with regards to um, religious education, sex education, and the family. What is deemed to be a family in Ireland? Um, and what's being taught and what you would like to be taught to your small children. Massive response to it uh, by email, by text, and by call. So I'm going to just dive straight into this and mix it up across the morning. So Jade, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Thank you so much. I know you're under pressure, so thank you so much for taking the call and squeezing me in. Did you want to pick up on yesterday's conversation? Go ahead. Well, basically, I think there's absolutely no space for religion in school these days. I mean, it's it's 2021, 
And I think basically if they're going to bring in like classes where kids can learn about all sexualities and basically safe sex, it's it's time. Do you know, it's, there's no better time to do it than now. And like I was raised Catholic, I got I was christened, I got my communion, I got my confirmation, but like I didn't understand any of it at that age. So like it wasn't until I kind of got to secondary school that I kind of started listening to it and realised like how ridiculous it all was. And basically, I remember yesterday you were on the phone and you were on about younger kids kind of explaining that they'd seen like pictures and stuff of like Jesus on the cross and nailed to the cross at such a young age. Five. And I remember like when I was younger and I would have been like under the age of seven. And do you remember like in religion like years ago, there were like the Alive O books? Yeah, like, well, I, mean, I don't, but I, I've saw, yeah. I saw them at home with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I remember I used to have a teacher and she used to like print out photos from that. And I remember clear as day, I was under the age of seven, and I remember colouring in pictures of like this man nailed to a cross and like just people, there was like people all looking up at this man. And like that's like... How old were you? How old were you, Jade? I was, you see, I moved schools when I was was around seven and this would have been in the first school. I remember, because I remember that teacher. So I was under the age of seven getting this. And and do you recall how you felt about the nailing of, you know, to the cross and whatever? Back then, it just seemed so normal because it had been, like, drilled into our heads the whole time. But, like, it's not normal to be colouring a picture of a man nailed to a cross when you look at it that way, you know? It's incredible because I got an email on that yesterday and I got a second one, which I'll read out, saying exactly the same thing. Um, uh, I appreciate the crucifixion of Jesus is at the centre of Catholic teaching, but is it appropriate to be telling a five-year-old about a man being nailed to a cross, placing thorns on his head and leaving him to die while his mother watches on helplessly? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm, I've got two daughters, and I never christen them. I'm raising them, like, without a religion. And then when they're, like, at a certain age, that they have some kind of, like, cop on and, like, some of the common knowledge or common sense, then I'll, like, explain religions to them. Like, not just the Catholic Church. I'll, re- I'll explain, like, all religions to them. And if they want to be a part of, like, whatever religion they want, then that's no problem. Okay. What about sexuality in school, then? Um, at what age should that be taught? Or different um, uh, family units? Or should it be taught at all? Because that needs to be taught. That needs to be taught because the way I see it is there could be a child at home who is struggling with their sexuality and like privately, like in their own heads, and they know themselves that they are gay, but like they could have parents that aren't supportive of that. But then if they go to a school and the school is teaching it and the school is showing that it's completely normal to be who they are, then they're going to know that it's okay. And also on the other side of it, there's going to be other kids that just say they aren't gay, they aren't homosexual, they're going to be able to see. Like, if they're learning about kids that have two dads or kids that have two moms, and they're also living, learning about kids that have a mom and a dad or kids that just have one dad. Do you know, if they're learning about all these different things... And do you know something? Yeah, they will. And if they're being taught that in school and they're ex- experiencing that and there are conversations about it in school, they won't be mocking other kids then as exactly. they grow older. There's going to be less bullying, especially if there are kids being taught about this. It's just going to make everything normal because it is perfectly okay to be young at that age. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie.